BetMGM welcomes you with a special offer on the NBA. Simply place a $10 money line wager on today's game. If either team hits a three-pointer, you'll win $200 in free bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. Just use bonus code CHAMPION200 when you make your bet. BetMGM is proud to be an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. And there's endless ways to make it rain with the king of sportsbooks. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use bonus code CHAMPION200 to win $200 in free bets if a three-pointer is made in today's game. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. and Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Coco Express, part of the Blog Talk Radio Network. Your host on the Coco Express is Aurelia Lyles. She's all about keeping it real. Great guests, interesting topics, so get on board. Listen, learn, live. Welcome to the Coco Express Network. Up next, Relationship Remedies. Happy New Year and welcome to Relationship Remedies. This is our first show of 2015 and I'm Dr. Linda Wiley. This show, Relationship Remedies, is the place to discuss hot topics related to the health of your relationship. So tonight we want you to sit back and relax, bring us your questions, your concerns, and your comments, and most of all, bring an open mind. As always, I'm joined by a man who is an author, a poet, my friend, and my co-host, a man who brings just a little extra flavor to the conversation, and he goes by the name of Mr. Hank Stewart. What's up, Hank? How you do, how you do in 15. Fine in 15. We're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. Radio. Welcome to the Coco Express, part of the Blog Talk Radio Network. Your host on the Coco Express is a real She's. I think we have a little technical difficulty. All right, sorry about that. So go ahead, Hank. You were saying your hellos to everyone. Yeah, and we're gonna be fine in fifteen, so that's our that's our goal in fifteen to be fine. All right. Well, I think we're off to an excellent start. Excellent start. I know we had a great twenty fourteen. We just started this. Well, I want to say maybe it was around. I should have looked somewhere around April, May, maybe of uh, maybe not even that early twenty fourteen. We didn't have a full year, so we'll get a full year in twenty fifteen. And I already know just from talking to people that uh, folks are listening. They're paying attention to the things we say. They're sending us ideas. We have people who call in and comment. And so I would just say to anyone who's listening now, if you want to either participate in tonight's show or if you have an idea for a topic that you'd like us to discuss, if you have some questions or comments, the way to reach us is area code 347-637-2319. Again, that number is 347 347- Six three seven two three one nine. Just in case you're not on the phone and you're listening via blogtalkradio.com. 
So tonight we're going to talk about something called disposable people. Who do you keep and who do you get rid of? And actually it was our um, producer and host, uh, Aurelia Lyles, who brought that subject up because she was talking about all of the different reality shows that are on and just how all of them just seem to make such a big deal out of hooking up. It just seems like people are not engaging in relationships the way they used to. And when you think about it, society today really has become a disposable society. I mean, think about all the things that we use and throw away when we're done with them, Hank. I mean, it's everything from, you know, paper plate to uh, diapers to, I mean, you name it. We have become a society that really doesn't hold on to things. Things don't have the same value that they used to. We use them sometimes just one time. And when we're done, when it no longer satisfies us or we think it's lost its value, we toss it aside. And she made a good point in terms of we're starting to do the same thing when it comes to relationships. So we thought it might be good just to get some opinions and share a little dialogue around disposable people and disposable relationships. You know, when you don't get what you want, is a time to let it go. So, well, but, that, but that we that? we talk about you know people coming to your life for a reason, season, or a lifetime. You know that's that old phrase that we've right. been saying for years. I mean, if we believe that, then some folk will be disposable. Well, I mean, yeah, we, and there's some folk that should be. And let's face it, there's some folk <laughs> who are toxic, and you need to let them go. But this goes beyond the reason, season, or a lifetime. This goes to me to a point where we're just making up excuses. You know, it's like. We we have to understand that you're dealing with people and you're dealing with feelings, and everybody has some value. So we really should not, in my opinion, go into relationships or, or look for someone from the standpoint of just what I can get for you for this particular night or these next few nights until somebody else comes along. And I really think that's that hookup mentality, just use whatever's in front of me and when I'm done with it, toss it aside. Well, you know, and again, I don't, I don't necessarily see it is that someone is being tossed to the side because you know you've gotten everything that you can get from them. I mean, that might be a situation where we were dating and we recognized that we were not compatible, and so it it does the, the relationship becomes disposable because, you know, the the one thing that I do know is, you know, you don't want to. Sit there. You know, it's always the question: Did I stay too long, or did I leave too soon? You know, mm-hmm. uh, did I mm-hmm. did I stay in this relationship too long, right? Or did I leave too soon? And there are some situations where you can argue both both sides of the coin. Where some folks should have left ten years ago, and they're still together. And some folks should have, you know, if they would have given a little bit more of a oomph, they might have made it through that twenty year. You know, um, well that's true. And you know, there was a, a study done. I think it was in twenty eleven that said by the year 2025, the average length of a marriage will be 10 years. And that same study also looked at uh, the average age of when people are getting married is getting later. It's about 30 now is the average uh, age that people are getting married. So if you think about it, if you get married at 30 and your marriage lasts 10 years, by 40 you're free again. You could get married again another 10 years, and even if you have a few years in between, let's say now you're 55, 60, you could get married again. I mean, so now it's almost like we're, you know, back in the day, like our parents and our grandparents, they got married uh, earlier in life for the most part, 
and they picked someone who, by and large, they stayed with for the rest of their life. Now it's getting to the point where, because of a number of different factors, you can have two, three, four marriages in a lifetime because the average age of marriage is getting shorter. So even, I mean, okay, so that's that's one end of the spectrum, marriage. That's all the way to the right. I'm saying let's go left for a minute. And even if we're not talking about marriage, even if we're just talking about relationships, I think your point is well taken that you can get into a relationship and you can have every hope that is going to be long-lasting, but you find out that not the right person you leave. That's not even what I'm talking about. I'm talking about when you have no desire to be in a relationship with someone. I mean, okay, so go back and, and think. Now, I know this wasn't you, but I'm sure it applied to some of your friends. Some of your boys probably got into this, even though you didn't. Why it's got to be some of my boys? Why it can't I be some of your girls, too? It wasn't my girls. It wasn't my girls. <laughs> it was some of your boys. So, Always so you trying to throw house. us under the bus. Go ahead. No, I'm going to listen to some through. Like Always throwing it. us under the bus. I'm just telling it like I see it. So okay. let's say you meet someone, and for the sake of making you feel better, I'll say it could be a male or a female. You meet someone. There are some people you know when you meet them and you exchange numbers. This is not somebody that I'm going to take home to mama now. This is not somebody I'm going to be in a lifetime relationship with. But, hey, he's buying drinks. He made me laugh. Why not? What are some of the things that you notice that help you to determine early on, not after you've gotten to know each other, but early on, this is a hookup as opposed to this could be my wife. Hmm. Huh, that's an interesting one. Um, because I don't necessarily. I mean, and and that's a hard one, and this is this is this is very difficult because from my perspective, I don't. I don't never think that I've thought someone was a hookup. Okay. I really don't now, and I, and and this is and I you know I'm, you know I'm 51 now, so you know again you ask me to go way back, but you know that I'm usually attracted I'm usually attracted to somebody that I think is go that if it's a good situation we might end up being together long term. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, because so I, I I can't answer that one. That's that's one that I can't say. That I've hooked up just for a hookup. That she ain't she ain't going home to mom. Okay, so even but, if but your I, intent I, was I, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh-uh. Well, I'm gonna say even if your initial intent wasn't a hookup, what were some of the things along the way maybe that that led you to know? Yeah, we may hang out oh, from now, time to time. Oh, once we started talking, once we started talking. Oh yeah, yeah, once we started talking, and and then you start to see the differences that you that you have. You know, once you start to really see. That you know, it could be spiritual. It could be, you know, um, it could be socially. You know, somebody who just don't, you know, who who don't communicate well in groups. You know, and f- with friends, they want to be a loner. You know, mm-hmm. it could be several things. Um, because especially with what I do, you know, I can't date somebody who don't want to talk to people. <laughs> you yeah. know, she don't want to be around folk. You know, and, and people. So it could be it could be a number of things. Um, I mean, it's and, I, and the thing is, I I don't. This is crazy, but I don't have a problem with women saying that I'm not their their one. I'm not the one for them, you mm-hmm. know, because 
I'm still looking for that one that one perfect one. And you're going to go through, you know, you don't always buy every pair of shoes because every pair of shoes don't fit you right. I'm right in front of your damn face. What you talking about? You're still looking for that one perfect one. See, Come there you on go. Now. See, making I'm it personal right, again. There I'm you go. Right there you go. Make, here. Why are you still there looking you go I'm making right it here. personal again. There you go. Making it personal. <laughs> this has nothing to do with Dr. Lemon Wiley. This Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Go ahead. <laughs> But I, I just think that it's it's different. I think it's different. Um, it's different situation. And I think that person that that fits that one person. I think if we're just con- completely transparent and true and true to who we are, I think we're better off, you know. And, and I want you to tell me early on. I don't want to, because you know I'm the dude who buys the lunch. I'm the dude who buy, who buys the dinner. So let me know early on before you don't have twenty <laughs> meals. That I <laughs> it's like, right. Let me save a few. You know. So, okay, so if she tells you, if she lets you know that you're not the one, is that going to be the end? I mean, no more lunch, no more dinner, we just done? Cause, or or you still, if you enjoy her company, you still going to hang out with her a little bit, or you just done? No, there's no need to. I got enough friends. I got enough friends. I don't need no more friends. That's just done. Middle of the meal, I got man, too, put the fuck down. I got, got to too go. many friends right now, so <laughs> I don't need to add nobody else in the friend category. Okay. If, All right, if so ladies, don't, if, if you're ain't. listening... <laughs> Ladies, if you're listening and you and Hank are out on a date and, and there's a meal involved, don't tell him he's not the one until after you finish dessert, coffee, and everything. Make sure he's paid the check and left the tip because otherwise it sounds to me like uh, you're going to be paying for your old meal or putting that fork down. Oh, no, no, entree. no. I'll finish the night through. I'll take you off, open the door, and let you get out. I mean, I'm, I'm going to okay. finish the night off, you know, but if that's will be the finish another night. Ain't no use in us keep, you know, Going through trying to you mean trying to convince you because if I if if you don't see what you need if you don't see that I could possibly be somebody that you want to hook up with long term and vice versa mm-hmm. you know what you know I'm fifty one I got a lot of friends I have a whole <laughs> bunch of friends. <laughs> see, so that's definitely that's definitely not a hookup mentality because that that hookup mentality. You know, I, I could care less what you like, what you don't like, if you like me, if you don't like me. That hookup mentality says, okay, let's just do this. You know, just come over here, do what you came here for, let's just do this. So, yeah, I, and I do agree. I mean, at, at our age, and I'm not telling mine like you told yours, but at our age, it does uh, get to a point where, you know, this, this just doesn't even, even if it made sense back in the day, it just doesn't make sense anymore. So that's interesting. But we'd like to hear from some of you. So if you've got a comment, Please feel free to uh, call us. The number to call is 347-637-2319. And I think um, let's just pause and, and and go back in time a little bit, listen to this song by Bobby and Whitney, and uh, understand why it is that people hook up in the first place. So Lord let's have to Bobby and Whitney. We got Bobby and Whitney as an Bobby example tonight. Yeah. <laughs> we, we every song we're going to play tonight, we're going way back, Okay. So they're going to sing to us about something in common.
We have something in common. Yeah, that went way back in the day. But, um, I mean, the whole point of it is the fact that you see somebody, you have something in common, and nowadays with this disposable culture, things just become disposable, even our relationships. In fact, many times they're not even relationships. They're nothing more than friends with benefits or, or some sort of hookup. And so maybe I like to laugh, you like to laugh. I like to dance, you like to dance. Uh, maybe I got a big ass, you like a big ass. I mean, who knows? It could be anything. But there's something in common that gets two people talking, and oftentimes they talk and get involved without there being any kind of of commitment at all. And, you know, one of the things that we do know is that when you uh, get involved in a number of just casual hookups, one after the other, it makes it harder to identify that Mr. Right or Miss Right when they come along because you lose your your focus, you lose your programming, and you get so focused on the right now that you lose track of who is Mr. Right or Miss Right. And so many times it makes it harder to find that person and to keep that person because you get into that mindset of the least little thing that doesn't work, I'm going to let it go. I totally agree. Uh, yeah. I, I just think that I think that you know, the older you get, the more I think you do know what you want. Like you know, I have deal breakers, you know, and mm-hmm. and so some people might seem like they're disposable because after we start talking, those deal breakers come. Out, I'm like, yep, it's not over. It's, this is over. You know, I have deal breakers, and I'm not going to you know continue to. Um, it, I think it gets harder the older you get too because we come with more baggage. You know, yeah. we're we're twenty years old. You know, you ain't got no nobody got no money. You know, ain't right. nobody got a whole but you ain't got nothing to compare it to. You ain't got no kids. You ain't got no money. You ain't got no this and that. So you don't have anything to compare it to. But the older you get, it starts to, um, you know, starts to make it a little bit tougher because you come with you come with standards. You come with things. You, you know, and and children. Um, you know, like for instance, with me, I, I have a son who's 20 years old, so I don't want any have any more babies. So right. you know, that's a deal breaker. Where you know that wasn't a deal breaker in my 20s. You know, so w- once I start talking to somebody who says, "Ooh," and that might not be the first conversation. We might not be talking about kids. So the, around the third time, kids might come out, and I say, "No, I don't want kids." And she said, "Well, I can't wait to have two kids." Is she disposable then? Hell yeah. Well, yeah, and, and like I said, you know, you're going to meet, you know, a number of people on that journey to find the person to settle down with. It's about the intent, what's the mindset. Do you go into it thinking this might turn into something, or do you go into it just, nah, I just want to hook up, have some casual sex, and I'm done. And that, that's the difference that I'm talking about. I think that um, if you're too easy to get, then you're easier to release. You know, I think if if there's no work involved in in getting you, then there's not going to be a whole lot of thought with respect to do I hold on to you during difficult times or do I let you go? And I I think, you know, when you think about the reasons that people tend to let go, there are a number of them, but I think sometimes about uh, three primary things that kind of fall in place. So one is kind of like you just don't do it for me anymore, and that could be legit. That's kind of like what you're talking about, you know. So you might be with somebody, you think that they're going to be okay, you hang out with them for a minute, and then over time you find out, mm, this isn't all that I thought it was going to be, you're just not doing it for me anymore, I might need to move on. That's going to happen sometimes. You know, the more people that you see, the more likely that is to happen. So sometimes so you get into that. Is that what happened with us? I stopped doing it for you? I don't know what the hell happened with us. 
I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I think I was just, you know, you, you just looked at me at the hookup from the beginning. But that's all right. I'm not bitter about it. I'm not bitter. And the whole time I was slashing your tires, I was not mad at you. It just seemed like the thing to do. I figured, okay, brother, destroy me. I'll destroy these tires. I mean, you know, it just mm-hmm. it just made good sense to me at that point in time. That's why we're in separate cities now. <laughs> it makes sense. It makes sense. <laughs> it makes I sense. just I just think that I don't think people. I think I don't look at it as disposable people though, and I I think that's the part that. Maybe I'm hung up on the word, you know, because I just mm-hmm. I want a woman to tell me that I'm not I don't do it for, you know, I want her to tell me that because I rather her tell me that on the front end than on the back end. Yeah. I yeah and like that. I said, you know, if we come into it, you know, if, if if I were to connect with someone and over time just discover this is not the guy for me, then by all means, I I don't view that as disposable. I think that. We should just be honest with with each other and go our separate ways. I'm talking about people. Okay, so like, for instance, I posted the question uh, on Facebook. One of the groups that I belong to has to do with relationships, of course. And so I posted the question today, and I asked people, you know, were they more interested in lasting relationships or casual hookups? Most people said lasting relationships, but I do have some folk on here, and before the night is over, I'll read some of the comments, but I do have some folk that said relationships take too much work. I would just rather a casual hookup. It's that that I'm talking about. That, to me, that mindset is around people are disposable. You know, they they don't have enough value. It's not worth working that hard to have you in my life, so let me just hook up with people that I can hook up with and dispose of. That's the mentality that I'm talking about when I talk about disposable people. Because, yes, relationships do take work. But like I said just a few minutes ago, if you're too easy to get, you're going to be easy to release. And that's what people do. So we also need to think about that. And I'm speaking more to women now. You need to think about that before you just have sex with somebody. If you're thinking you might want this to turn into something, you give it up too soon and too easy. Brother, I'm not serious about settling down with you. I have a very good friend who said that to me, and I've shared this before. He told me when he meets a woman, if she's willing to give it up, first date, second date, as soon as they meet, whatever the case might be, yeah, he's going to take it. He said, but in the back of his mind, he already knows you will never be my woman, and certainly you won't be my wife because you just too easy. Make me work for it. And so we were just having conversation because we're on that level, and that's one of the things that he was sharing. So I think those are things we need to think about before we just hook up. See, that to each his own. I don't know. I, I, I could marry somebody I got if we hooked up, you know, relatively quick. I mean, it just depends. I don't. It just depends on how it all happened. I mean, if we, you know, if we found ourselves on a date, a couple of dates, and we found ourselves, you know, like tonight it's it's 13 degrees in Atlanta, and we're watching the movie together, fireplace, and the ambiance begin to kind of set in. I, I don't necessarily know if I would throw her to the curve, um, and we've been talking on the phone a lot and, you know, whatever, texting back and forth. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know if I'm, I'm kicking her to the curve because we, yeah. we got together on the third time, on the third yeah. time. You know what I mean? We, we've yeah. been talking. We've been communicating, you know. We're texting, but, we saw, but we've only seen each other three times. And the third time is, let's, you know, you're feeling comfortable. Let's watch a movie together. 
you know, and and, and the movie leaves a little hanky panky and all of that. You know, I don't I don't know I don't know if I'm kicking that that you know to the curve. If I like everything, if she 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 doesn't have kids or she's got grown kids. You know, I mean, she's got all the things I'm looking for, and we hooked up. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Does your view of a woman change? It's you know because back in the day things are different now. Back in the day, it was okay for a man to just have one night stands or you know just sexual relationships, friends with benefits, all of those kinds of things. It was okay for a man, but society used to look at women who did that very differently. Well, who who do we who do we do it with? Well, that's we did it with our argument. That's what the women have always said. You know, well, who y'all? You know, who you not? We're not doing it by ourselves. But mm-hmm. again, back to this brother that I just mentioned a little while ago. Like I said, he said if a woman offers it up first time he meets her, he's going to take it. But his view of her changes right there. So I'm just wondering, where are you on that? You know, let's say that the first time you and I met, you wanted to have sex with me. And by the way, I know you did, but you know. So let's say the first time you and I met. You wanted to have sex with me, and I had sex with you. Would your view of me have been different? The first time, yeah, but I mean, but I, when, when you say the, I think your your example of your friend was the first couple or third time. You know, if he hits it in the third on the third date, that he, you know, he, you know, he's not going to be serious about it. I don't know. I don't necessarily know if we met at at, at a, a sports bar and we went home. Yeah, I'm. That's probably not somebody I'm looking at very yeah, seriously. Yeah. But but if we met and talked and communicated and, 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 you know, had great chemistry, we talked a little bit more and went out to lunch and enjoyed the conversation, we finished in these other sentences and, you know, and, and da-da-da. I don't know if if uh, if you say, you know, why don't you come by the house, I'm cooking dinner for you today, you know, tonight, or I'm going to cook, you know, cook this weekend for you. And we're still communicating up until the weekend and it's it's cold, and you know we find ourselves laying in front of a fire. That I'm gonna kick all that to the curb because you gave me some on the third night. I don't yeah. know if I agree with that. I don't, you know, yeah. I just, you know, because it just depends on where you are. You know, where you are as as individuals. It could have been that both of you all have been single and looking for each other. I mean, you know, so the only the only thing that you're left that's really left, and, you know, you might disagree with me, is to see if you're sexually compatible because you enjoy the same music, you finish each other's sentences, you like you like similar things, you, you're both attracted to each other, and, and, and you're just wondering, damn, what, I wonder what the sex is going to be like. You know, if the sex is good, we, we married. You know, we married. <laughs> um, you know, or this is at least long term. You know what yeah. I mean? Because I like who you are. I like everything about you. So I, I don't know. I don't, but that's yeah. your voice. So I unless, guess you unless voice. like you said, unless, like you said, you know, um, there's an issue with the sex, which goes back to, like I said, one of the reasons people let go is because you just don't do it for me. And so if you don't do it mm-hmm. for me in that area, then, hey. Now, another thing I think why people let go is sometimes folks feel, oh, before I go there, you said something I wanted to go back to because you talked about when I asked you if they were on a first date, would your view of the woman change? And you said, yeah, if I met her at a sports bar, she goes back to the crib, we have sex, she might not be the one. I think it's important that women hear that because I think lots of times women, we interpret things to mean what we want them to mean. So if you meet this brother out one night, he invites you back or you invite him back, whatever, y'all have sex. Many times, in her mind, she's thinking, wow, he's really feeling me. And that's not what's happening. So in her mind, she's already, sometimes without even realizing it, painting this picture 
of what's going to happen the next time we get together and this, that, and the third, and that's not where his mind is going because much like you said and like, you know, my friend said, you know, you already know she's going to give it up on the first night. You probably, she's not going to be the one. So I really think it's important that women hear that. And, again, I'm not saying, you know, play games. I'm not saying that it's got to be the the 90-day rule like Steve Harvey talked about. I mean, I'm not saying that you have to have some rule that you stick to. And let's be honest, she might, that might have been for her. (laughs) You know what I mean? That hookup might have been. That that hookup might have been for. Except for the fact that I think, yeah, but, but women, regardless of what women say, most women in the back of their mind want to be either married or in some monogamous relationship. And I think a lot of women have convinced themselves that they don't or that it really doesn't matter. But when it breaks up or it goes left or something's not quite right, they have some sort of emotional reaction. Okay. And, again, okay. that so, links back to the data, too, because the data okay. does say Wait, let me finish this, and I, the, okay. the data does say You know I'm that, old because I might forget, so I'm trying to write <laughs> my little notes it. down. <laughs> the, the data says that when you have sex, there are chemical reactions released in the body that lead to bonding and emotional feelings. And the more sex you have, it increases your desire for intimacy. So even though you might hook up and say, oh, we're, we're just going to be friends with benefits, you know, we'll just get together and take care of one another until one of us finds that special someone. You may both believe that going into it, but invariably somebody gets hurt, and it's usually the woman because we are more emotional and we do have more hormones raging through our bodies. And so sex leads to the release of more of those things, which leads to bonding, which leads to an increased desire for intimacy. And a lot of times the brother will say, well, she knew what the deal was going into it. Going into it, she was in the same place where you are. But the more y'all have sex, the more those hormones get released and the more she wants. Now, if you yeah, can okay. remember, oh, man, what were you going to say? Uh, now, see, th- and here's a part that I – here's a part. So yeah, unless we're hearing a whole bunch of lies, let, let's throw something else in there. Let's throw in – Menstrual cycle. Let's throw in the, the week oh, before your cycle. Hold why on, hold on. But, but, okay, okay. Let me let me, let me throw. That, I'm gonna tell you why I said that though. Let me tell you why I said that. Because every every woman that I've, almost every woman that I've I have known says they get extremely horny before their cycle. Right, mm-hmm. Okay, and I know we're getting real personal now, but I but I'm going somewhere with this. So mm-hmm. if that's the case, if she's saying, you know, I just, you know, at this particular time, it really is just sex. You know, it's really, it really is. Are you telling me that's not, that's not the case? Because I, I I'm mean, I've heard that on, on too many occasions that a woman, you know, would say, okay, you know what, at this time it wasn't even about him. Really, it was more about me. And so she ain't fall in love with him. She fell in love with, with, with the t- the time of the month it was and and having that release. Well, and and I will say that there's. In my experience, there's some truth to that statement that you made, but I will also say that (laughs) that's what you're thinking at that time, but your mind and your hormones are two totally different things. So that woman can start out thinking, this is just about you satisfying a need, and she's not lying. That's what it really is. But the research suggests that the more times you have sex, or even if you just do it once, it releases some, but the more you do it, the more it releases, and you want that bonding. So just like, you know, 
college is, you know, college students are notorious for just hooking up. You're not seeing anybody. I'm not seeing anybody. I need to release some of this stress. Midterms are coming up, whatever. There are more hookups that go on in college probably than any other time period in your life. So going into it, yeah, they're on the same page. They're both saying this ain't about anything other than sex. But because sex leads to the release of those things that cause bonding, she didn't lie. The situation changed because of the release of the hormones, and she can't control all the chemicals and hormones that are released in her body. It just happened. Now, it happens for him, too, just typically not to the same extent. But sometimes, I mean, let's be honest, sometimes it's the woman that says, nah, we came into this strictly as friends with benefits, and now you want me to be your woman and you want well, that's so what, sometimes that's what I'm saying. the that loses control. That, that's my whole point. I'm just saying you, you, you're saying that women, they might say one thing, but it's something different. I'm saying I'm just giving you the – I'm just talking about men have been disposable to women too, depending mm-hmm. on when it is. Yeah, men, men are okay. disposable to women. I just think it's not to the same proportion. But, yes, men are just, have been disposable to I women it, as well. I think it's and even like we, more now. I think it's even now more it might now. Be. I think, I mean, I think women. Changing. I think women can dump a man just as quick as a man can. I, I, I was just I was just. Yeah, but for <laughs> different reasons. A woman can dump a man just as easily as a man can dump a woman, but typically it's not because okay, you're disposable from the the way I'm defining it. Like I said, I'm not saying because somebody is, you know, your values are different and all that. Usually those are some of the reasons more why a woman will dump a man. You know, your your values aren't where we want different things in life. You're not aggressive or assertive enough. I mean, the different things that a woman will touch on more so just than the fact of all I wanted was the piece of ass in the first place. I got what I wanted, now I'm done. Usually that's not where a woman is coming from when she lets a man go. And, again, I'm talking in general terms. Nothing that we're saying fits everybody perfectly. But based on what people say when when you counsel them or interview them or whatever, more women will let go for reasons different than the reasons why a man will let go. But, yeah, both of them, I mean, we, both sexes let people go probably equally. Women probably let a a man go before a man let a woman go because if the sex is good, brother might hold on and put up with some of that other bullshit. A woman is not necessarily going to do that because she realizes, look, it's not as good. A woman woman will put up some bullshit when 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 the sex is good. She might put up a little bit more. Mm, She might. I don't know about that. She might. It depends on if. It depends. I think both. I, see, I I just believe we, we, we're talking about individuals more than we're talking about genders. I think people will, you know, it depends on who it is. You might have a female who will find herself holding on something because the sex is good, or you might have a male. So I think as individuals, I don't necessarily think we can we can paint everybody with the same brush on, you know, every male or every female with the same brush. But no, I know you can you can never paint everybody with the same brush just because of their gender. However, I don't think it's as individual as you think. I think there are trends that go along with whether you're a man or a woman. And and it's not just, I mean, again, it's based on, you know, coaching people, counseling people, giving out advice on the radio for years. So it's different things that, that cause me to form those, those opinions. It's reading certain research. I think there are some things that tend to happen more in one gender than another, but certainly everything we're talking about happens in both genders. So, so okay, so, so far we talked about 
um, you might leave because the person just doesn't do it for you anymore or because you just feel like you need to be free and people are too clingy. That's the one that I was going to before we got into this conversation. Sometimes you feel like somebody's just too clingy, too needy. You want more of my time than I was interested in giving because, remember, this is just about a hookup. And then another one is for a lot of people, and this is probably the last one that I'll talk about, um, for a lot of people the newness is like a high. It's a rush. And when that rush is over, it's, it's like an addiction. You know, you're a junkie and you need that high again. So I, I was with you a few times and there was that rush, the newness of this, you know, new person, new sex, new whatever. And now that I've gotten a little bit comfortable with it, okay, time to move on, find somebody else so that I that new high all over again. And some of that goes along with short attention spans, you know. And, and again, in this society where everything is quick, fast, and in a hurry, you know, does it really matter? whether that video downloads from the Internet in five seconds or three seconds. But we always got to have that new, faster, you know, DSL. We always, we're in this society of everything has to be quick, fast, and in a hurry. Our attention spans are getting shorter and shorter, which is why you have more and more kids who've got attention deficit disorder and have to be on Ritalin and all other kinds of things because of that. And so part of this goes along with that. You know, those again, those synapses in the brain. And after you've had that adrenaline rush from this new person, it gets a little old and you need that high all over again. So those are just some of the reasons that I think um, people let go and make other people become disposable, not because we have a difference of opinion, we want different things out of life, you don't meet my standard when it comes to speaking correct English or those kinds of things. It's just uh, you don't do it for me anymore. I'm bored with you. I'm letting you go. I want to be free. Or I need a new high. Or, or yeah, you might not speak the right language. Maybe you got a corporate person that you can't take on a corporate gig. You know, you can't take out with the, with the with the boss and all that. So you're like, okay, you know, I you only and then you you know I'm holding you behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. I like you, but I can't you know I can't take you. Right, and see, to <laughs> me, that's that's a legitimate reason. What I separate that out. To me, what I'm calling disposable really is not. I mean, there's. You never came into it expecting it to be anything or expecting it to last. But I think the scenario you just painted, yeah, if you have a, you know, a nice high-profile corporate job and your partner cannot, you know, get it together in terms of dress and behavior and, you know, spoken word and those kinds of things in order for you to really bring them into your circle, then, I, you know, that might be a legitimate reason. Some people would say it is, other people would would argue and think it's kind of shallow. But to me, you had the right intentions going in. Your intentions were not just about so. But I told you, I um, have polled some people. Let me share with you what some folks are saying. So most people, and I did look at it um, a little while before the show started, and even while we've been talking, there are more and more comments coming through. And, again, if you want to be a part of the conversation, you don't have to say your name, whatever you want, but, you know, give us a call. Talk to us. You don't have to agree. Tell us what you think. You can see we don't agree, so (laughs) tell us what you think. But give us a call at 347-637-2319. But here's what some folks were saying when I asked the question about did they want, uh, if they were more interested in casual hookups or lasting relationships, I looked to see if there was any kind of difference with men and women. More women responded than men. But of the people who said casual hookups, it was more women who said casual hookups than men. All the men who responded said they wanted, you know, at least at the time that I last looked, the men said they wanted lasting relationships, and all with the exception of two or three women. And I've got 60 or so comments that I looked at 
so far. Um, the women were saying lasting relationships too. So um, let's see. Here's one. Somebody says, at this point in my life, I'm interested in a lasting relationship. At one point, casual hookups, hookups may have been okay. So that takes me, we're going to go to another question in terms in a minute of, is it something that you outgrow? Um, somebody else says, I'm with, and they name that same person. At this time, I want a lasting relationship. You know, the F buddies and hookups were fine in my heyday. Uh, lasting relationship, please. Been there, done that. That casual hookup stuff was fun, then empty. This chapter of my life has no room for it. Uh, lasting relationships, I'm too old for hookups. A lot of people talk about too old, too old. Casual hookups, if I had to choose one. Tried lasting relationships, and that shit never worked. Interesting. That's a totally different perspective, and that's from a woman. She said the relationship thing didn't work. Now she wants casual hookups. And now here's a brother who says lifelong relationship, one that's filled with passion, conversation, joy, pain, laughter, excitement, cuddling, laying in bed and just laughing or just looking at each other, snuggling up on the sofa or love seat to watch a good movie. I want forever creating memories of a love that is worth living and dying in. Wow, that's really beautiful, especially since he talked about the pain aspect of it as well, understanding that the bad comes with the good. And actually a lot of what he's saying reminds me of uh, the way you talk, you know, the the lying in bed, the laughing, the watching movies, all of that stuff. Somebody else says um, they sent a picture, a little cartoon that says relationships last longer because two people make a choice to keep it, fight for it, and work for it. And here's one more. I'm more interested in a monogamous, long-lasting relationship, but I'm willing to have casual hookups with the person who's upfront with me about what they are looking for. And, again, that's what I was saying. You know, upfront, people say, yeah, that's fine, but you get in there, you start having sex, and those chemical releases start to happen, and then the bonding and the desire to have more intimacy starts to kick in. So, And you can see that. Like I said, you know, um, college campuses are notorious for it. So, again, looking at some of the studies that were done, um, some of the the people who studied college students say that they start to see things in their behavior aside from the alcohol and drug use. They do see that. But they notice, um, and a lot of this is self-reported, people talk about anxiety, having regrets, being disappointed, confused, embarrassed, damage to their self-esteem, so many times we might want to attribute it to something else, but when you've got those kinds of feelings and emotions going on in your body and you're involved in just casual hookups, not real relationships with people, you know, the, the get-to-know-you kind of relationship, it might be that, the casual sex that's causing some of that stuff. And a lot of these campus um, psyche or psychological counseling centers talk about the fact that they see a number of STDs. So, of course, we know about all the physical dangers that go along with hooking up, but they also prescribe a lot of Zoloft and Xanax. And Zoloft is largely an antidepressant. Xanax is the same kind of thing, anxiety and, and depression. So um, there are also some, some negative things that you're doing to yourself psychologically and physically if you just engage in these casual hookups friends with benefits type relationships as opposed to at least having the intention of looking for something lasting. And, and as we've said a number of times, it may not work out that way, but if that's what you're looking for, your brain is working differently than if you have no interest in it whatsoever and you're just looking for a sexual thing. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. Um. Interesting. 
So before we um, go to our last segment, because time is running out, I do know that Aurelia has another wow, song Wow, it always moves fast. I promise it you that it moves fast. And that hour goes by real fast. Aurelia, you want to hit us with another song, please? And for love's sake, each mistake, oh, you forgave. And soon both of us learn to trust, not run away. There was no time to play. We build it up and build it up.
solid as a rock. Uh, definitely something that, based on many of the comments I received on Facebook, that people are looking for something that's solid. And a lot of the comments, Hank, people were talking about how they used to like hookups. They're too old for that now. Uh, they outgrew it. Do you think um, moving from wanting the hookup to moving towards a more stable, lasting relationship, do you think that's something that happens with maturity? Not necessarily, because you could have somebody who has been into something solid and then have moved towards something that that is a little bit more disposable, I guess, for lack of a better term. You got somebody who's yeah. been married for 20-something, 30-something years, they ain't looking to get back into They might not be looking to get back into a serious relationship. And yeah. so they might be looking for the friend, the the you know the you know tonight is is you tonight you know it's, it might be somebody else tonight. I mean it just depends. I mean you. Yeah. So I I think it can also work on the reverse um, of that. Yeah, because somebody did comment about you know trying lasting relationships that didn't work. So now I'm just interested in casual hookups. So it does, and I think depending on your experiences, um, some people it makes them afraid to commit because of hurt. Some people are afraid of intimacy because they're getting hurt. You know, others just like being out there and having the freedom and flexibility. And so it, it almost becomes somewhat of a, of a cop-out. You know, I don't have to do the work that goes along with the relationship. number of different things. I think one thing I do want to make sure I leave on the minds of listeners is the fact that I'm not trying to be your mother. I'm not trying to be your conscience. I'm just expressing my views. If hooking up works for you and that's what you choose to do, you do you. All I wanted to do was have conversation around it and point out some of the pros and cons because they're just as with most things in life, um, there's a good side and a bad side. And so we talked about some of the things with respect to you might go into it, both people thinking that it's just going to be a, a casual hookup kind of thing and somebody gets more emotionally attached. Granted, you can't help what somebody else feels, but just bear in mind that their feelings are in there and you've got to find a way to handle it. Sometimes you can lose the friendship after the sex because one person got more emotionally attached than the other and you have to decide, is it worth losing a friendship over? Um, I mentioned some of the things that people have reported, uh, doctors have reported on, the anxiety and depression and confusion and damaged self-esteem and, you know, the medication that's being dispensed. So, again, there is a downside to it, but... My role tonight was to bring you some information, talk about the positives and the negatives. And I do want to um, share one other comment before I see how you might want to wrap it up. Um, I think we do have to be mindful of the state of the family today, particularly in the African-American community, is worse than it probably ever has been. Um, we've got children raising children. We've got so many unstable single family household, uh, single parent households. Um, there are some that are stable, but there are many more that are not. And so, again, when you just think about all those factors, granted, when you have your casual hookup, you've got to be mindful of a baby might be produced out of that because no birth control mm -hmm. is 100%. So there are all kinds of things that we do need to think about when we enter into these things. It's not something to enter into lightly. But someone who posted a comment said lasting relationships with each of, you know, in terms of her choice, with each hookup, they take a little piece of your soul. You can't snatch it back. Never understood how someone can give themselves without having that special feeling for someone. I guess it's just me. It's not just her. There are a lot of people who feel that way, but I really do think there is something in 
her statement about with each hookup, they take a little piece of your soul and you can't snatch it back. So you do. When you lay down with someone, you're exchanging a little bit of you and a little bit of them. And so the more you do that, just think of how much of yourself or your soul you might actually be giving away. Hmm. Some people should be empty. They should be no more. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, no, you're right. <laughs> I think I know a few of those folks who ought to be on empty right about now from all the giving that they've been doing in life. See, this This is what I'm talking about, y'all. This is the flavor that Hank brings to this. <laughs> he can find a, a nice... Uh, Nice, easy side to just about anything that we talk about. You know, so. it's funny. I remember the move, the, the song, um, Betty Wright, Tonight is a Night. Mm-hmm. And, and at the beginning of the song, the, the song, she tells me, she says, I want you to think back to your very first time. <laughs> and she said, I mean, later, wait a little while, because some of us have to think back longer, further than others. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Well, I've enjoyed this conversation again tonight. Well, so have I. And, and, you know, we we always have a good time when we get together. And if you're new to Relationship Remedies, Hank and I get together the first Wednesday of every month from 8 to 9 Eastern time. So please uh, join us, you know, email to the show, blogtalkradio.com forward slash B hyphen Coco hyphen Express, blogtalkradio.com, the Coco Express. Share your thoughts and opinions. We're both on Facebook. You can reach us on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Just look for us and give us some thoughts so that we know how best to help you. Um, but, yeah, I, because you are my friend and I just love you so much, it's, it's always a pleasure getting together with you and having conversations. Sometimes I forget that we're doing a radio show. It's just you and me having conversations. I know, I know. Well, thank you for always enlightening me. I always, you know, the, the best thing about this friendship is I always walk away smarter when I'm with well, you, so I, I grow. You. I appreciate that. We make a good team, and thanks to Aurelia Lyles, who holds it all down on the technological side. We appreciate your technological savvy. And so um, as we close, let me just say that it's my desire to strengthen families by prescribing remedies for your relationship challenges. I consider it a pleasure and a privilege. So thank you so much for letting us speak into your life. Have a good night. That's our show for today. So until next time, keep it real, listen, learn, and live. To know when you get the numbers, how many we had listening tonight. And um, hopefully now that I joined this little group, maybe they will start following. Hello? He was a guest um, on our one of our real early shows. He's got something called Real Talk Consulting, but he just wrote a book, something about uh, real men. And so I think I may reach out to him and see if he's interested to do an upcoming show. Um, I don't know, since next month is February, uh, do we want to do something predictable, like around Valentine's or whatever? So give that some thought. If we do, then we need to think about what. If not, then I'll invite him for February. But if we decide to do something around Valentine's Day and love, then I'll ask him if he's available for March. Okay. Okay. I will um, 
touch base with you both um, probably next week. I'm trying to get on top, okay. stay on top of things. Very good. Thank you. That All works right, with y'all. You, talk Hank? to you later. Yeah, Hank, Hank, what you want to talk about next month? Oh, no, either. I mean, that works. I mean, that, that works for me. You sure? You want to talk about love, Valentine stuff, or you want to talk something oh, else? I, I mean, either or. I mean, I'm good. Whatever, okay. you know, I'm I'm good. Okay. 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 Sounds good. Okay. Thanks, guys. Talk to you later. Have, have a good evening. Bye. You too. Bye-bye. I'm Will Coleman, founder and CEO of Alto, and I built Alto to put an end to rideshare horror stories. You're used to the total lack of consistency in rideshare. Maybe it's a smelly car or a driver that asks just one too many personal questions. Not anymore. With Alto, you know exactly what to expect every ride. Every Alto driver is a trained Alto employee, and every Alto vehicle is part of our private fleet of luxury SUVs. Say goodbye to rideshare horror stories. Download the Alto app today and use code FOUNDER for $10 off your first ride. Enjoy basketball, soccer, and all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using bonus code CHAMPION and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. Plus, when you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and daily boosted odds specials. Download the BetMGM app today or go to BetMGM.com and enter bonus code CHAMPION and place your first wager risk-free up to $1,000. Now you're winning with the king of sportsbooks. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. and Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.